Your Honor, my client is retarded. <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City. I rest my case. It's a show that gives you a reason no, I don't to know which lawyer I am right now, actually. Oh, here's an interesting story, and, and this is a change of perspective, because in Queens, a man was arrested after gr- uh, his groping video went viral. Yeah. So there is a downside sometimes to you and your viral video. 36-year-old <laughs> Pablo Lozano sat next to a 16-year-old victim on the Q53 bus around 3 p.m. Lozano said to the victim, and this is a come online I've never heard. I don't care about you. My house is your house. Mm. Usually you say uh, mi casa es su casa. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you're, yeah, speaking. You know. He, he went into the Spanish. Even if you're that. not Spanish, you say that. That's like the only Spanish phrase most people know. Oh, right. It's like mi, using, you know. using the English word for enchilada or right. something. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? Do do uh, no, it says, I don't care about you. I don't care about you. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what that means. <laughs> He's negging. Oh, <laughs> that's what's called negging. I haven't learned to care for you yet. You know, you're somebody I don't even know. You're a stranger to yeah, me. You're <laughs> you, you look weird. And your top is out of style. And your fucking one leg is shorter than the other one, and your pussy stinks. Anyways, here's one. my number. <laughs> <laughs> that's a I, I just don't think that negging works unless you have, to, you have to really be... Have you ever tried doing that? No. I have. And uh, <laughs> I will say it did work in a way because I didn't end up getting laid. But I, this woman was a lot more interested in me for the fact that I wasn't... Uh, that you were mean to her. A little bit mean. Yeah. A little bit mean. Like, she yeah. said, she told me she was a model, and I was like, nah. You? <laughs> and that, I mean, to me, that's like, I'm joking. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. Yeah. And so, uh, and and she really, to me, did not look like she could be a model. Yeah. So your response was like, what, like uh, hands or feet or what? Yeah, what, what did you model? <laughs> like, just your torso, you right? Cars? Um, <laughs> were, you, were you like maybe next to like a checkbook and it's like you're, you're like the different ty- types of check checkbooks different, different like, checks like like you know video game checks and stuff or <laughs> movie themes <laughs> did they still do that they still got all those different kind of checks I don't know do you have a checking account I do and do you write checks only for rent so I've like, I, have, I have I have like so many checks still I'm never gonna run out of checks I don't think I'm ever gonna run out of checks either it's thank God for that. Yeah, that keeps me up nights. Uh, the, the victim uh, didn't even know Spanish, and he started speaking Spanish to her. She didn't know the guy. She didn't know what he was saying. And then he stroked and touched her inner thigh and grabbed her hand. But when the bus stopped at the corner of Woodhaven Boulevard and 60th Place, officers from the 112th precinct boarded the bus because the scene was caught in a Facebook video by a man named Moisey Moransi. He's the hero of the story. See, uh, this guy told him. He told him to fucking cut that shit out. He yelled at this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the video. It's yeah, he had him like uh, he had him like like held down. Yeah, and he he's really. Without her permission, this is what I'm gonna do to you. Don't you ever do that shit again. You hear me? You hear me? No, no, don't touch her again. Don't touch her again. Record this. No, no. He was touching a little girl. No, no. See, that's now. you know that's that's a place you never want to be on a bus like a, a some guy telling a whole bus of people that you were touching a little girl yeah like, oh boy to, yeah. that is like that I I can't think of a worse situation to be in it's sort of a hate crime really <laughs> it's sort of like somewhere between slut shaming and hate crime I mean uh, he did it though <laughs> <laughs> he didn't yeah. like well that doesn't mean he doesn't have <laughs> rights. 
I, it, it, yeah, he deserves to be shamed, and the guy yeah. doesn't deserve to be lied. That's what they, the other thing. The guy that that the voice you just heard was yeah. Moisey Moranzi. He's also handcuffed because of course they're like, well, you guess st- what? You assaulted him. He's a black guy. <laughs> guess what? <laughs> That's why. What do you think? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I think it didn't help. I think it didn't help at all. Uh, I think it was not. See, I and he seems to. I will say this to his credit. He doesn't resist arrest. Yeah, he's and he very, doesn't get shot. Yeah, he's very. Uh, he is. Yeah, he's. He really uh, does a great job to keep his composure. I would still be yelling about it. He has, um, uh, if it was me, I would be yelling as the cops were were locking me up. I would be yelling on my way out of the precinct. You can hear the confusion here. Yeah. And now, and as once he, gets he realizes, up, and once he realizes, he's like, "All right, I'm shutting up." Yeah, but the at pedo- first he's like angry. But the guy who was touching the kid, he starts to get emboldened by this. Yeah. Because he senses that there's kind of an impartiality from the cop. Uh, that's the sound of horns and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm watching the video. The guy is uh, being handcuffed outside the MTA bus, and uh, he goes inside. Now, the way he explained it uh, on his on his Facebook here. Said he was gonna hurt me. I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> yeah. You Hands could. off, sir. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> well, you could hurt him. He said, hey, this guy has a gang affiliation. This was not yeah. a guy. Latin Kings. That's a serious gang. That is a serious gang. But this is, you know, this is just classic royal courting, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a Latin King, you see a young child bride, a young 13-year-old you think might be able to bear you some children. I don't then, care uh, about you. I don't care about you. I'm royalty. I'm I'm a I'm a king of Latin. <laughs> of, lit- of Latin. Perhaps you've, perhaps you've heard of my kingdom. Latin yes. America. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Morancy's video shows him confronting Lozano about the groping right after the incident, uh, and they're both handcuffed. Well, okay, so I don't know who was shooting the video. That's what I'm, I'm yeah. curious about. Like, uh, I mean, it, it's very well, you know, yeah. centered and everything. This is one of the uh, the first. Um, Maybe it's uh, the girl. This is one of the first uh, police, uh, like the uh, like a like an actual arrest. That was reported on first by World Star Hip Hop. It's pretty. Uh, it's rare that you have. <laughs> yeah, it went all the uh, way through. Nothing. <laughs> like, nothing bad ever happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, like, oh, when does he get shot? Yeah, it doesn't no, happen. The you never see it. You see, it's all aftermath. Pretty responsible. Yeah, uh, they they did. The guy did fucking beat the shit. I mean, the guy did say like he hit me. So I guess they have to take him to jail. Uh, but I guess so. this guy came along, the sergeant, mm-hmm. and, and he was a black guy, mm-hmm. and that, and he attributes his, the fact that he let him go to them because the guy's like a little older. And in, you know, in the video, it says oh, the older black guy lets lets mm-hmm. helps the younger black guy get away, and the fact that there's black guys on the fucking police force, I think, is a very good thing. Just yeah. for things like this, you know, so like. Well, I mean, yeah. Ideally, you get to a point where there is, you know, no racism in the police force. But in the meantime, that helps. You know, it depends on the person. Like there are, you know, there, there are, you know, the stories are legion of of uh, of you know le- a legion of uh, of black of uh, you know black officers also, you know. You Statistically, know, being, they're more likely to shoot a, a black person, is, is what I've been given to understand uh, from the from I, my extensive reading. But uh, I've done even less reading than you. Yeah, well, so no. I uh, <laughs> here's what I know: <laughs> is that uh, you know, uh, occasionally you'll have these black police showing out for the white cop. You know, uh, as as in uh, uh, you know, uh, fuck the police mm-hmm. by uh, uh, by N.W.A. 
Right. They, they sort of mapped out a scenario in which that might happen. They'll throw you down to the... Don't let it be a black one and a white one. They'll throw you down to the street, uh, street top, uh, and it's a black police showing out for the white cop. Uh. <laughs> that is, you did some reading. To me. So, you know, you went to Rap Genius and you read a little bit. That's not bad. <laughs> I can rap that whole fucking thing. But that, but that would... You might leave very quickly. And nobody's listening anymore anyway. Right. At this point. <laughs> this is... I would never do that earlier in the show. Now, okay, yeah. the important thing is the charges were dropped. Uh, was, against Moise. Uh, yeah, against, yeah, and the other guy, he's charged. He's a Latin king, and uh, I don't think his little romance is going to work out. Now, I have this, an, an anonymous caller scammed an 80-year-old woman at $8,500 by saying she won a lottery jackpot. What is it about being old that you think you won lotteries you didn't even play? Yeah, where is uh, where is all this wisdom we keep hearing about uh, <laughs> with uh, the old people that, like, you know, no such thing as a free lunch? Yeah. Uh, where's that? <laughs> Woo! Well, did you say winnings? Did you say $8,500 I had no idea I deserved? <laughs> and I don't? Well... What do I have to do to get it? <laughs> what do I have to do? Just need my social security number. That shouldn't be a problem. Let me I keep that in my purse. Here we go. I've never I haven't left my apartment in five it's, years. It's number one hundred and six. Now the East Harlem resident was called at noon on on October five, uh, five, told she'd won an undisclosed amount of money from the state lottery. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. We it's a, we can't tell you how much. Right. Just, <laughs> trust us. It's a lot. And the caller said she had to pay uh, eighty five hundred dollars in shipping costs. <laughs> It's so much cash. It's so much cash. We're sending it by the pallet. Uh, and, uh, we. Uh, <laughs> I think you can imagine it costs a little bit to send. But. All right, and here, uh, sign here for your money, and uh, of course, the bill of lading for you. There you are. <laughs> um, the resident uh, said she did not have the money to pay for the shipping, so the anonymous caller mailed her a check made out for eighty five hundred dollars, told her to deposit that into her bank account, and then write another for the same amount and send it back. Hmm. Well, the check the caller sent soon bounced. No. <laughs> it ain't so. It turned out there was a ruse. It was. It, it was, turns out you need. I need to ship something. It costs $8,500. <laughs> I need to give you $8,500 so you can sh- give it to me so I can ship to you. This is, I mean. I know it's, it seems weird, but we do this all the time. This is uh, <laughs> It, it's 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 just a regular. This is business as usual for it's us. It's a uh, personal check with a puppy on it. Check. It's gonna be dollars with a Z. We spell <laughs> dollars with a Z. It I I don't even understand. Okay, so I guess what that person thought was that like since I don't have the money to pay for shipping, uh, that means that like they fucking. Like we'll give you that money and then you write us a check back instead of us just paying for the shipping. It has to be you technically paying for it. Right. So that, that they must have uh, shammed around that. But, like, I don't understand how if the one check bounced, then, like, how the fuck did they get payment out of that? If, did the person actually have the money? Did she actually have yeah, the $8,500? Yeah, it $8, sounds $8, like she had the $8,500, and she was like, well, I don't want to wait for this to clear. And I don't want to. And I don't want to spend eighty five hundred dollars. I'll tell them I don't have it. Yeah. And then they can give me a check. Sure. And then I can just fucking. And then I can just give them the eighty five hundred dollars, and then I get and my. And then when their check clears. Big old room full of cash. <laughs> oh, that's. They won't tell me how much it is, but I know it's got to be a lot. Oh, put it in ones for me. I want to. <laughs> I want to die counting it. Eighty <laughs> is such an impressionable age. It is, you know. 
Mm. They, uh, you know, they don't, they know so little about the world and how it works. Yeah. Uh, they, they're, they're really, they're, they're just out on the, on one leg, you know, I guess old, old people are fucking, you know, whatever. It's sad. Uh, it's sad, stupid. I guess, but I mean, I don't say things are sad. That's one thing I shouldn't say that. It's not, it's not sad. It's they're not feeble. sad. I, there's a whole idea of an old person being trusting. I don't know what your grandparents were like, but mine were not, mine were <laughs> skeptical to say the least. Yeah. Uh, they didn't. <laughs> They didn't like they, you know, like they didn't let the mailman just mm. come and go. They watched yeah. him all the way up, <laughs> all the way up the walkway, all the way down. Mm-hmm. They like, you know, they I would bring friends around, they'd want to know who the hell is this, mm-hmm. you know? And these yeah. they weren't even in the, you know, they weren't even in world like really in Europe in World War II. Like they have no reason to be this skeptical, but they didn't trust anybody. Yeah. Like nobody. Right. So because what is this? It's called, yeah, survival. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's called a reasonable reaction yeah, to today's right. modern world. Uh, but yeah, maybe kind of find out who you're talking to on the phone. Right. Yeah, get a name. Yeah. Get a last name. How See, about a last name? Hey. Well, Jerry said. Maybe try to. <laughs> yeah. See, not sufficient. <laughs> try to independently verify it, maybe. You know? no. This is where you get, you, you get to where you kind of have to have a computer or something. And, uh, and and all you gotta do is Google this fucking whatever it is that they said you won. Yeah. If and and here's the other thing: if they won't tell you how much money you've won, but they, you no know, no winning should involve you giving somebody some yeah. money. Here's another thing: if Google isn't available, flag down anyone <laughs> and ask them. So flag down Hoimi Google. Look outside. He's walking down the street. <laughs> hey Hoimi. <laughs> now I know. I hate to bother you because uh, I know you're on your walk and, uh, you know, you do not have the requisite number of chromosomes to be a person living on his own. But well, nonetheless, okay. I figured I would well, I don't mind at all. run a question by you. Uh, hey, somebody called me in the middle of the night and said I won the lottery. Ooh, and <laughs> mm, that doesn't sound <laughs> legit. <laughs> like. Well, I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. I have to go. Uh, I have to go stare at a tree on my block for a while. <laughs> I have to go walk off this. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I have see. To go unbutton and rebutton my coat for the next forty years. Uh, <laughs> I, I gotta. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. That is what funny is. <laughs> Nate Fritzen, senior Jew correspondent. By the way, you got a nice compliment from a guy that I worked with, uh, or no, who, I, who I met in Indiana. He's a big fan. His oh yeah, uh, yeah. He was, his name's uh, Colin. He's a he's a fan of the show. He's, oh. uh, yeah, and so uh, he 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 asked me to please mention it to you. And I said, oh, and I said, well, he would. Yeah, he said you're always funny. Oh man. And I said, well, that's fucking good. He'll be on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, I should book him. Yeah, I thank should you, Colin. It's uh, you're you're the reason I'm here today. Yes, Colin, and thank you for being a fan. Now we have a couple more stories okay. here. I know it's fucking retarded. No, man, we're having fun. Here. I'm having fun. Okay, good. I'm glad because uh, you know, it, I, I might be able to chop this into two. Sure. And this is a very interesting story because a man in a wheelchair with no legs is missing from a Staten Island nursing home. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to question your integrity as a nursing home yeah. if you can't keep up with this fucking guy. Uh, I mean, like, no legs. He's rolling. Okay. But uh, still, he's 46, for Christ's sake. <laughs> he's got a nursing home. Well, okay, but take this into account. I mean, yes, it is a nursing home, 46. Sure, but... He has, you know, it's like you see a dude in a wheelchair. He's only in a wheelchair. That guy usually has pretty strong arms. That's true. Now you couple that with he's missing his legs, Mm -hmm. and he is starting to get into the portion of his life where he gets old man strength. 
So <laughs> you put all of those together, and this is a this is pretty much a super villain out yeah. here. I mean, this yeah, this guy could drag race. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this guy should be playing murder ball. Right. <laughs> Last seen wearing a blue T-shirt, no less. Oh. And he's immediately uh, at Richmond Center. Didn't didn't immediately or something. some of these uh, some of these fucking uh, psychiatric facilities down in fucking Staten Island. One of them is like really really spooky. I saw the special about it. And they like take these people and just fucking they they end up all fucked up, all <laughs> kinds of fucked up. Uh, some of these. Uh, did you ever see this kind of program that they had back in the seventies where they would take these kids who are like on drugs or they're trouble, they're juvenile delinquents. Mostly it was about alcoholism mm-hmm. and stuff, and they would just like. Do shit that you're not supposed to do, you know. Like, oh, really? Well, you know what? You're like, gonna go in the in the virtue closet. <laughs> They'd lock them up in a thing, or they would like make like them stand in garbage straight? and stuff like that. Yeah, it was like that. And but it, it was, was a, like a, it was a program. But it was like more more formalized. It and sounds it was for kind extreme of like cases. more for people vindictive. Who, people, <laughs> like, hate, yeah, people like, who really hated their kids. Like this is like corporal TV. <laughs> like, this is for, did your kid like steal your car, <laughs> fuck up your insurance, and uh, and crash it? Well, listen, here's yeah. what I'm gonna do: send him to us. And uh, you know, like you said, tough love. We're gonna put him in a bucket of wet. We're gonna put him in like a garbage can full of wet leaves <laughs> until he <laughs> until he admits he did something wrong. It gets awful mossy <laughs> in there. He's not gonna enjoy it. Uh, well, so that guy is on the run. He's on the lamb and he is on the low. He's uh, anyone He's with information way low. In regards, you go to uh, Crime Stoppers Hotline one 577 tips. See, uh, his name is Dolings. Sean Dolings, forty six. Last seen leaving his residence. Mm-hmm. Uh, last oh, seen. I'm not sure this is a problem. I'm not sure why I'm reading about this. <laughs> he left his home and he could. He's doing what he wants. Yeah, he's not under house arrest. No, he's not under house he arrest. He certainly doesn't have an ankle bracelet. No. So he, uh, <laughs> I mean, he. Uh, you have to give him like a collar. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a shock collar. <laughs> well, did you know that uh, this this new uh, commissioner we have, he's a few weeks into the job, and I can't really tell exactly where he stands on everything because uh, it's, uh, he, you know, he's new, right? And mm-hmm. and so, like, for one thing, he echoed what de Blasio said about, uh, oh, it's a huge mistake the sergeant made, Sergeant Barry, when he shot this uh, crazy woman in her room when she attacked him with a bat. They, didn't, they don't really know the facts about that. Mm-hmm. I thought the commissioner was a little too quick to yes and the mayor, mm-hmm. uh, but he's new and I can understand it. Politics, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, and, and really, it didn't hurt as far as, like, you know, people, uh, voices in the community, uh, hearing what they need to hear, pandering, you know. But O'Neill yeah. is only a few weeks into the job. He's been on the force for 34 years. He was a commissioner. Uh, uh, before he was commissioner, he was the NYPD chief of department. That's the highest uniform position in the department from 2014 to 2016. This is the guy uh, to do this. Now, he had an 11-minute interview with um, John Katsimatidis, mm-hmm. who is, I mean, like, I knew he was rich, but this fucking guy is really rich. Do you know who John Katsimatida is? Uh, is he's a he was born in you know on one of the Greek Isles. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he owns a lot of grocery stores. Okay, and he uh, actually we had, had covered it this year when people were stealing ice cream out of the grocery stores and selling it to bodegas. Yes, and uh, he offered like a fucking fifty dollar reward, <laughs> <laughs> some shit like that. That's, it might have been five hundred, yeah, yeah. five thousand, but I mean like you know he he, he was chintzy. Yeah, for a billionaire. Mm-hmm. That's how they get that way. His yeah, exactly. His list of on the global list of billionaire, uh, billionaires, which there is one, mm-hmm. he's ranked five seventy seven. Wow, that's a lot of fucking billionaires, though. That is a lot of billionaires, man. The Illuminati is busy. Yeah, they got a lot of money. You know, a lot of those people are got to be Saudi. Saudi's got a lot of money. Yeah, 
Uh, $3.4 billion is how much he has. He's the 182nd richest person in America. Hmm. Just to be ranked, you know. Yeah, just to be nominated is an honor, you know. <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm probably, like, you know, the 10,000th or something you richest. You think you're 10,000th. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I don't think I'm the ten thousandth richest person in my zip code. I <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, this is a very rich city. A lot of billionaires. It's in true. This city. A lot of bit. Yeah. Well, when he was talking to, uh, and I guess that's how he gets his access. You know, he runs for stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he's kind of like all over the place. A big friend of like Hillary and shit like that. And then he also supported. He wanted to support uh, what's his name for mayor when he was uh, the the police commissioner who didn't even run. The departing one after Bloomberg left, I can know Ray Kelly's uh, yeah. Ray Kelly. Yeah. So and that's about as like anti Clinton as you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he was asking about stop and frisk. And as you recall during the debates, stop and frisk has been ruled unconstitutional. It mm-hmm. hasn't. That's I thought just, it had. It isn't true. The the New York City Police Department's application of stop and frisk was ruled unconstitutional okay. by Shira Sheenland. Now her work on that case was so roundly criticized and mm-hmm. and debunked as, as they say that like they put a stay on on it going through which is like very rare they yeah. had it had no expectation of holding up uh except uh you know de blasio is the one who made that that call to like not let that go forward forget the appeal mm-hmm. so even Did- on appeal uh you know i guess it it formally went through or whatever but it but it was just their application of it was that it disproportionately targeted blacks and Latinos. Their approach, but not yeah. the practice itself. Right. The practice itself is illegal. It's yeah. something called a Terry stop, and it's been legal since the 60s. Now, Jim Poke holds... Named for Terrytown? <laughs> I'm asking. I'm curious. Is it... I don't know. I think it's named for a guy named Terry. Terry, okay. Uh, so, something Terry. Okay. And uh, in any event, it just means to stop and, and talk to somebody, search or whatever. Now, he says stop and frisk is technically different from a Terry stop because a Terry stop is Terry stop. Stop and frisk, stop and frisk. Now, Jim Poke, what does he know about the law, really? Right. When you get right down to it. Not my, not more than me. No, me neither. And, uh, you know, I, I'd say he's maybe he's maybe 500 as far as knowing about law. Sure. And I'm, like, probably 300. Right. You're in there. <laughs> You're in the top 500. When you start. <laughs> in New York. <laughs> there aren't many lawyers here, are there? No. <laughs> it's good. You answer that like, nah. So Cat's uh, Cat's Roundtable is the show that he does, and uh, and so he here's uh, he's explaining it to him. This is John Katzmatidis' radio show. He says, okay. "Stop and que- stop and question hasn't gone away. It's something that we continue to." You Wait, can, no, John O'Neill. This is O'Neill, not James Kat- O'Neill saying James. this, and oh, it's okay. also yeah. notable, like what the, it, that second word after stop. Depending on who they're talking to, it always changes. They call it stop, question, and frisk. Uh-huh. I've heard it called stop and frisk. Now he's call- he's saying stop and question. Stop and question. A- <laughs> I like stop and question. Stop and I question. Get, I get stop and question by people on the street for directions probably around seven times a day. What if it was unconstitutional Depending. for the police to stop and question people? Uh, what are you talking about? What, you can question me? You could, yeah, stop and question, sure. Well, I guess if you're just going like, hey, I want all the black people over here. We got we have some questions. Right. That would be different. So yeah. I guess it's possible. Sure. But that's the difference, is that it's not the practice itself. Uh, and, and just to say it was ruled unconstitutional is way off. It's not. Mm-hmm. So it's something we continue to do. He says, O'Neill acknowledged his department hasn't been conducting the same number of controversial searches it has in years past, but admitted the tactic is useful in ridding city streets of illegal guns. He says, ah! he says it's very fruitful for us. Uh, our gun arrests are up around 20% this year. We're still taking guns off the street. You hear that? Cops hate guns. <laughs> 
the police are coming to take your guns. That's right. James O'Neill wants your gun. That's right. He's coming to get your gun. He's coming. And in New York City, it's pretty <laughs> damn hard to get that gun to begin with. Right. The destruction, they destroy them, too. 2,000 illegal firearms in the department uh, seized. He said, this is where the iron pipeline ends. Ooh, I kind of like that. Iron yeah. pipeline. He said, some, some police departments do other things with them, but for us, that's the end of the iron pipeline. Where does the iron pipeline begin? Uh, I guess uh, in the somewhere, ground. Somewhere probably. else in America? Probably someplace they're digging ore. Mm. Or, uh, probably, oh, yeah. oh, Pittsburgh, I Pittsburgh, guess. Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah, yeah so from Pittsburgh, all, all the way from Youngstown, Ohio. Pittsburgh to New York City. <laughs> the uh, the like, Iron Pipeline. And, and all this uh, <laughs> about the, what do you call it, the uh, the loophole for the gun, the gun show loophole. That's yeah. not really a thing. So the, the commissioner also spoke of his excitement for his new role, praised the work of his uh, officers on a Sunday morning. He said uh, there had been 13 fewer homicides compared to the same time period last year, even fewer murders. So if it seems crowded around here, that's James O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall crime down 3.5%. How can that be? I think that they're just manipulating the numbers. They have to be. You don't You don't think it seems safer? Uh, no. It, well, I mean, I what, 3.5% safer? That's like <laughs> it feels 3.5% safer. If I, I think outside, in the kind of look around... Um. Uh, how safe is it today? Is it like it's around like two, three, three percent? Let me. I gotta check my safety app on my phone. <laughs> yeah, the uh, safety index right now. I, don't, I mean, I don't. It's hard to tell. It's hard. It's, it's hard for me to tell. I live. Let's see. I, I live I, in Chelsea, and the fucking shit blew up. Uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Major explosions. Yeah, that wasn't. You know, that's more. Isn't that more like? Uh, you know. Justice Department, U.S. military handles that. Is that? I think explosions like... are up a hundred percent in Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> some guy got some guy pissed on a woman's back. Uh, you know that that pretty yeah. that's the gamut of crime right there. Right, urinating on a woman on her yeah. way to work, explosions in your neighborhood. In We've got New it all. York, <laughs> concrete jungle where dreams. All right. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm snapping my finger, man. I mean, this sounds like something you can tap your foot to. I think it could be a hit. It's the, it's the pounding beat of the city street that keeps <laughs> that keeps my dreams alive. <laughs> it's a tremendous accomplishment by the courageous men and women of this police department. He said on Cats Roundtable. Check out that Cats Roundtable. I might play a little bit of let's we'll do a little edit point. I'm gonna play a little for you right now. What do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah, and if it's not, then it's even. And now better. I look like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Say, oh, that changes my whole perspective. You could just play like some of like Hitler talking. I'm like, that was great. (laughs) (laughs) John Katsimatidis, his voice is, uh, have you ever heard him speak? No. He has an amusing speaking voice. He has a, why not listen to a little bit of it right now? He's not, I mean, this guy's a very, he's natural to have a show, first of all. This is the Cats Roundtable, John Katsimatidis, Sunday morning. And we're here to tell you what's going on in our city and uh, our state. And with us this morning, a uh, uh, the police commissioner, O'Neill, who's been with the police department forever, 37 years, has had every position in the police department, and he's here to update all New Yorkers of what... Yeah, I got to say, this guy should be producing the show, I think. Uh, I, I mean, I like... I actually... I will be honest. Like, I enjoy... Listening to people talk like this, yeah, because I find it hilarious. Some, I do. It's one of my favorite things about living here, 
is hearing I didn't grow up hearing people talk like that. So that I hear just like strangers have arguments like that is hilarious to me. Yeah. I love that. I and I, I love how he doesn't really quite he's, he could have planned it out, you know what I mean? And it would have changed the whole texture of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's going to tell us uh, what's going on uh, <laughs> with the city right now. You're talking to the fucking police commissioner. Yeah, can you? You could, you could shape that up. Yeah, I would put it on a couple index cards and just like run through it. Maybe <laughs> give it a once over in the shower that he morning. He said every position that there is in the police department. He sounds like a muppet almost. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy's a great character. Can you imagine being a billionaire and talking like that? That's oh, a, yeah, that amazing. Guy's very happy. That's incredible. That's a that v- guy gets to laugh every time he meets another billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, Christ, you meet another billionaire. It's like, it's you, like, it's like, hello, I'm, you know, Winston something the third. And mm. uh, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, John Katzenbatia. People call me Cats. Hey, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I got a little radio show I do. Well, John Katzenbatidis, and uh, he bought Gristidis. Oh, okay. And, and he had a hundred and something grocery stores by the time he was 34. Yeah, making a billion dollars in groceries. God damn, there's no more respectable Mm -hmm. way to make a billion dollars, I would have to say. Well, for Gracides, I could say this. They did save money by just never getting a floor buffer. So they have that. (laughs) Uh, That's... That has never. That's a purchase that was not on the budget. Yeah. Well, they don't. There's not a lot of real uh, open floor and yeah. aisleway space yeah. to begin with. I mean, they, if you it's go true. to like man, it's like any. It's that's a lot of New York like supermarkets, maze. though. It's a lot of New York supermarkets mm-hmm. are just like stuff. Like there's stuff piled so high that if you wanted it, you would you would inconvenience everyone who works there. Yes. Yes. And 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 you would also know. Right. Now a man pretending to snap a selfie. You ever tried doing this? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a woman behind you. Yeah. And you want to get her in the picture. Mm-hmm. Well, this happened on the Times Square, those red stairs. He took a selfie, and behind her, behind him, there she is. Mm-hmm. He can see the area under her skirt. I see. He uh, he took a selfie, and I to me, like, you have to prove intent on that. Mm-hmm. Don't, you, don't you have to prove intent? I guess it's, if you go to trial... I don't know what the rules on upskirts are. I don't know what the the law is. Me neither. I also don't. I mean, I know that if you in any way do it, then you will be arrested. Right. That's what I know. Yeah. You I mean, shouldn't like, do it if it's on your camera. I I don't I, I can foresee a time when when the the, the shit is really going to come off the rail. I don't even like having my phone out. Yeah. If if like if a woman's walking ahead of me on the stairs, I don't even get my phone out. Yeah. I don't even open my camera app. I try to look directly even, up. Yeah. I, not like not up her skirt, just like at the ceiling. That's yeah. Just so that it's like I'm I'm clearly not. I look at the ceiling. I mean, yeah. I, I'm snapping pictures. Snapping pictures. Yeah, of course, yeah, the yeah. whole time. What is this selfie? It's like, oh, here's me in front of the pit monster from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> like, what is like, what is this? What is this selfie? Uh, <laughs> this I is, think. Uh, well, okay. Like, he's he's. This is me on the red stairs. You're right. And it so happens that because the stairs are tiered up in the way they are, yeah. that like you know, she, right? She's sitting in such a way that exposes her vagina or mm. the area under her skirt, which is again. I don't know that you should be able to do that and expect everybody to never look at it ever. 
and yeah. not photo- and not photograph it. You are in the brightest place in New York City. Also, it's yeah. the most well lit. Maybe block on Earth. Maybe the most well-lit block on the planet. It, the, it, this is where the lights are never shut off. Like you, yeah, you. It's it's bright at night. At like two two in the morning. And it's privacy, bright there. Privacy, not really a thing in Times Square. You don't really hard have to a find home. in New York City at all, but especially <laughs> not yeah. in the most famous part of New York City. Yeah, right there. <laughs> right there. And now in he, in what has been called the heart of New York City. The crossroads <laughs> of the world. And you are in the most crowded area uh, with the most tourists, the most and I would put on a fresh pair of panties that s- night. That's I'm just I that's what I would I'd put on six pairs of panties. <laughs> One outside the skirt. Yeah. Like I'd have the skirt. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just the coming out of the Superman sides. the skirt. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. Now, look, I think if you expose yourself. Now, see, that's yeah. the difference. If it's a guy, they go, look at him intentionally exposing his dick and balls. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. Sure. A woman snapped a picture of a guy with his dick and balls out, and he's wearing shorts, and you can see his dick and balls. It's not like it, it's. Just it's funnier. Pronounced- it's funnier to see a dick and balls. It just is. It's just funnier. Yeah, and it's- I think if you brought it before any judge, uh, regardless of gender, background, religion, orientation, the first they would that you would enter it into evidence, and the first reaction would be like, yeah. it'd be like that. Like you would just hear that, that sound. Is, that, I'd say that's universally it's true. It's a dick and balls. Yeah. However, she will be charged <laughs> for taking an up up shorts. An up shorts. You know. <laughs> And, uh, and, and and up a kilt, and, yeah. And if a guy takes a picture of a woman like that, and her dick and balls is out, yeah. or like say a big fucking fat labia somehow is hanging out, yeah. Can you imagine some some girl sitting on a fucking subway seat and and like a big fat hairy labia singing? By the way, you can. Have you done the <laughs> naked comedy show? I have not done the naked comedy. You show. haven't done it. Okay. No. I'm just, I was just curious if you had <laughs> done it. Do you do you have any interest in doing it? I'm uh, I'm open to the idea. I haven't uh, I haven't. I haven't been moved to do it, mm-hmm. you know. I haven't mm-hmm. felt moved to do it, but okay. uh, you know, I would, I would, I would consider it. I know several people who have done it and have had nice things to say about it. Who's the? Uh, t- now you've seen some sexy women do it. Uh, I have. There have been some. I've seen some attractive women do it. I've seen some, um, some not traditionally attractive women do it. Because she was talking about doing it one time, and she couldn't get on it. Mm-hmm. That's really depressing. Yeah. I, I will perform. I'm a woman. I'll be naked on stage. You can't find it. Okay. All right. <laughs> you can't squeeze me on for a guest. I want to do a naked guest spot. I'm running my naked TV set. No, no. I'm going to take I... all my clothes off. <laughs> I'll do my funniest three minutes. I just, to me, I can't, I can't see it. I just can't see doing it. I mean, like, I'm, I don't care if anybody sees me naked. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's not a fucking, it's, it, trust me, no one's going to get too anything. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. You won't be too disgusted, but you're also not going to be, it's certainly going to be the most arousing thing for everybody else concerned. Wouldn't you chub up a little? I would want to, I would want to be, are you saying as a performer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd give it a couple, I'd give it a couple throws. Yeah. Uh, you want it, I feel like you want it in between, you know? You want it that like like yeah. you just had sex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, know? you don't wanna, you you don't want to come out with a full reaction. You yeah, exactly. That's Has that ever be, been done? I've never seen it. Yeah, it uh, would be something. And it? also, you know, you get the good, light right away. Good luck uh, keep holding an erection through a comedy show. 
uh, while you're doing stand up, while you're doing stand up, while you're watching stand up. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> you're the most you're the most fertile man in America if you could do that. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, I, I I don't think that's that's not even a question. Yeah, I, I, if I watch porn for an hour, I wouldn't have a hard. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have not the whole hour. An hour? Who's watched porn? Who's for seen an hour? An hour? <laughs> Who's seen an hour without cocaine? No one's ever gone that far. <laughs> yeah. All at once. I mean, now five, six visits in a night when it gets to be a long night. Sure. Ah, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Doing comedy naked is just a whole different deal. It's a it's whole, a, it is. Now, it's a whole other kettle of fish. Uh, it's, it's a kettle of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, but anyway, this upskirt guy is yeah. a 21-year-old victim from Manhattan. You know, already I don't get why you're 21, you're in Manhattan, and you're sitting on the staircase at 820. Uh, but that's what happened. Maybe she was meeting somebody. Maybe she was meet me. Maybe she was there to meet meet Enrique uh, Trumbo. Have well, you ever, this is oh, not he's the guy yeah. who took the selfie. Okay. She's probably there to meet somebody else. Yeah, uh, somebody <laughs> who. But uh, Chumbo, you ever heard that name before? C H M B O. It's spelled that way a bunch. C H M B O. C H M B O. There's usually there's a vowel in between. Like, that I'm gonna guess contests. it's not pronounced Chumbo, but I don't. Shambo. I'm, I'm gonna guess there's a silent letter or two in there. Oh, okay. Okay. There, well, yeah. There, there must be something going on because my yeah. is my traditional English uh, pronunciation is really not. Yeah. It's failing me. This guy's forty. Okay. Excuse me. Forty is 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 the I'd say that's probably the median age for snapping. For uh, for upskirts. <laughs> for, for upskirts. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you know, you're, you're still amused by the technology. You know, like if we would have taken upskirt. I'm 46. Uh-huh. If I really want to take one in my 20s, this would have been a whole, like, uh, you'd have to sort of invest in a little bit of equipment. You'd have to kind of be a little bit more surreptitious because, you know, there's going to be that big poof with the fucking camera goes off. Yeah, there uh, was, uh, yeah. There's a pole where it comes out. Oh, you wait, know what in, I mean? you in see your that. 20s or the 20s? <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, I guess the Polaroid is the thing. Now, we used You're to setting do... that thing with the... the... <laughs> Yeah, full blast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be the twenties. Well, yeah, you're, yeah, because you know, it's like you put your your head under the skirt, anyways. So yes. like the old, uh, <laughs> like like the old camera. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, you know, there used to be a time when this, you know, you didn't need to have this. You didn't need to keep this for posterity. You would uh, get a mirror shoe, or you'd get a cane with a mirror on it. Yes. And that was how you did upskirts, and it was for a now problem. You know, you weren't trying to, you know, catalog these and and you know compare them. You know, I guess that's the internet, though. It's really, I guess it's the internet. You know, mm-hmm. upskirts used to be for you. And now there's a place where we can all sort of yeah. Look at this them. great upskirt I got anonymously. Yeah. Without and then someone it. sees that, and then someone sees the picture from Times Square, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I never saw the accountant. I should, uh, I should go see that." I have to. I have to. I, I wish I could show you this. And, this and, and, is and, it an upskirt? You no, took? no, it's not. No, I've never have done that <laughs> in my it? entire life. I have never done that. Oh boy. Okay. For crying out loud. <laughs> I know who this is from. Mine's on uh, silent. Yeah, yeah I, know. That's why I wish I would have done that. Hello? No, I'd, I'm, I'm too busy with Nate Fridson. I can't talk to that view lady. It's a joke, okay? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. It's stunned silence. I can't. So I'm going to be on The View on Election no, Day. Look at that. Isn't that nuts? Look at you. Mandy Statmiller is a genius. Mazel she, tov. She, That's great. Thank you. She figured out that, like, 
it's a trend piece, mm-hmm. and she gets on a trend, and like a lot of times, that's what's happening. Like she wrote that Trump is tearing our marriage apart. Yeah. Next thing you know, people are like, "Oh yeah, a lot more stuff is coming out about how like uh, you know, the men like Trump and the women like the other one, and they uh, they can't agree, and how does that affect your relationship?" And blah blah blah. And so like uh, she was kind of the first one of those that I saw. That's I'm great. Sure, no shit. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. And so you know, we're gonna be on the View talking about this stuff on Election Day. Not bad. Yeah. Tune so in. Everybody watch. Tune into The View. Tune in to my favorite stand-up comedian, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, as she, in- as she interviews. That's going to be bonus footage uh, that uh, you guys that he's referring to that you guys haven't heard. Oh, The View. How about that? Man, damn. I am excited. I confirmed to do that. Well, that's weird. God damn. That is really weird. That's huh? great. The, the View. That's great news. I'm going to be... So fucking famous after this. You know what, what are you planning to do on the view now? <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna be Whoa. so fucking oh, wait till I show them. <laughs> it's it's gonna be the first live upskirt That's on great. the view. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get uh, Joy uh, Joy Behar's panties. Ooh. And uh That's gonna have to be an up pant. I don't uh, know how to tell you. Pants. <laughs> up pant through iron, <laughs> through cloth through whatever. Uh this you know this probably requires some editing. This uh, one you think so? <laughs> Just due to my fucking negligence. This is pretty. This is like if Pet Sounds was a podcast. This is uh, there's a lot going on here, man. <laughs> yeah, a lot of instruments you might not have heard before. Some time signatures are going to seem a little unconventional. Well, uh, anyway, Chumbo uh, here he took himself an upskirt, uh, and uh, that's it. He was he he spent two days before he was released on his own recognizance. Two days after he was arrested, and they kept him locked up for two days before they released him with no bail, and he still has to go back to court. What's the fucking penalty? Oh, I was wondering what he was doing for two uh, for two days. Well, yeah, what is the penalty? That's did he? I mean, did he Photoshop it on things? What was he like? What was he doing for those? Enhance this guy. Enhance. <laughs> he actually got caught by a cop who was watching the whole. Who was thing also happen. taking an upskirt. It was. <laughs> he said, he's gonna try and get a fucking. Uh, hey, <laughs> how did you know? Oh boy, this guy uh, was watching her, and then he took, and then he like got in front of her. He took the uh, you know picture of himself with the upskirt in the background, which I still think you should be able to do. I mean, I mean we, we used to do that to take pictures of guys with, like... And when I was in high school, my buddies and I would take pictures of, like, ridiculous mullets, you know? Yeah. And we would, like, pose in front of them like we were posing. Yeah. And then they would somebody would take a picture. It's a natural reaction yeah. to, to not being able to take a picture of something. Right. And probably in your lifetime, you've probably taken a picture of yourself and there was somebody with a ridiculous mullet in the background just by chance. Yeah. So it would be difficult for you to prove that uh-huh. you weren't trying to get a picture of that fucking mullet head. Was he, I mean, what what tipped them off, I think, was when he turned around and was like, Miss, could you a little wider, please? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's uh, for my kid. Uh, I'm taking it, I don't know. Yeah, I have a, I actually do have a picture of that situation. You have, the, you have, have the, you have the upskirting question. I have some things I'm probably not supposed to have here, but uh, let's, let's take a look. Well, I got to uh, look at this. Yeah, let's see, it's, uh, let me find it here. It's, uh, of course, it's right on my desktop. That's where I keep these uh, things. It's your background. See it's your here. wallpaper. That's the new uh, Dixie something that there's going to be, the new, uh, and that's that guy, and it must be. Oh, okay. 
I, I'm pretty sure it's in oh, this. That's oh, that's that. No, that's nope. not it. That's just that's uh, something else. That's a, that's a woman urinating. All right. Think nothing of it. Here is we go. it this? Is it? No, no. Uh, see, the thing about it, it gets to be a very complex thing putting these shows together for compound media. And uh, yeah, here he is taking the thing. Right. It's uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think he's in the wrong there. Yeah, I think if someone's doing that, you go, oh, I'm gonna take a picture. It, it, clearly, he's he's. I don't even think he sees her. I, it looks like he's uh, he's still focusing. Honestly, yeah. he's he's very very much. Well, about you got to get the light on. You, like you know, it's like you know, it's like when you take a picture with an iPhone. It's like just the iPhone doesn't know to focus on you or yes. the giant vagina exposed <laughs> behind you. You know, and the light hits it differently and it throws everything off. And then sometimes when you wear, uh, you know, capri pants and uh, a, mm. you know a, a shirt with a little uh, string on it that ties up like that, like uh, you think, oh, I'm gay anyway. Right. Uh, <laughs> so it's not really capri. It's a rare thing for a guy who's wearing capri pants, I think, to uh, to take a uh, to take a fucking upskirt. Did you know? I would love to see that cross section of uh, that Venn diagram <laughs> of guys yeah. in capri pants and guys who take up skirts. <laughs> they do a very, they really. You, know, you would be surprised at some of the statistics, the comp stat, man. They really, yeah. they break it on down. Ah, well, that's a pretty good place to stop, I guess. Mm -hmm. With those happen now, are you going to be out on the road anytime soon? Are you going to you do anything fun? Uh, well, I have a uh, as uh, my I would like to say my show uh, Dark Spots. Which uh, which you've been so uh, you've been so good to uh, to grace the stage for yeah, us yeah uh, is uh, is being included in the New York Comedy Festival this year oh and my so, god that's gigantic which is a uh, which is a huge honor uh, you can see us on November fifth at uh, ten p.m. at the uh, at the Creek of the Cave in Long Island City uh, and we will uh, we'll be there just after See You in Hell another great show and uh, that and tickets are five dollars. Mm -hmm. At the door or online at creeklic.com. But yeah, come check us out. We have a great lineup. And it's uh, Shane Torres, Allison Zeidman, and I have a uh, really proud of this show. We've been doing it for a little over a year now. That's great. Yeah, that's right. Because you had your anniversary show. Right. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, and it was all uh, guys from back in Michigan, right? Did you uh, that was back? a different one. That was a different show. That oh, was, oh, uh, oh, that's Beauty Bar. That was the Beauty Bar show. The guys yeah. who started that. Yeah, with yeah the I'm other spreading show myself real thin over this uh, over the city. Well, you, know? you got a monthly and a weekly. Uh huh. And the weekly is uh, is Beauty Bar. Sunday nights Sunday nights nine. of Beauty Bar. Now, uh, that's also a great show. I've enjoyed it. And you you never know who's going to have happen in. You have had Louie on there several times, right? We have had, uh, we've had uh, Louie on a bunch of times. No, we had, uh, <laughs> we did have uh, probably, the, I think, the, the, the highest profile comic is we've had is probably Colin Quinn. We had Colin Quinn uh, do uh, run twenty minutes of his hour uh, one uh, one Sunday. Wow, that's uh, a, that I was mean, pretty. That's, that's we've gigantic. had Gary yeah. Goldman on a couple times. That was nice. We've had you on. We've had the great Pat Dixon yeah, on the please. show. Yeah, if you if you can get Gary Goldman, you can get Pat Dixon every night of the week. <laughs> I will host. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is a good show, and and I enjoy doing it. And, and Dark Spots is even better. Thank I, you. I, did I ever? Did I do Dark Spots? You yeah. did. You did the. Uh, you did the, the we, inaugural. No, it wasn't the inaugural. We uh, we did uh, we did a show on addiction, and you did uh, mm. you were you did the addiction show. Yeah, the addiction. And one, you talked yeah. about it. We talked about gambling, which That's we've already fucking, talked about. It was, a gas. Uh, it was a real blast. It was great. You were great. I, I enjoy that stuff because it's like there's all this license and stuff. It's different. Now, Creek in the mm -hmm. Cave is kind of a weird place. Anyway, you can like uh, light your hair down a little bit more than usual on yeah. stage. And, uh, and I used to do that show, Nearly Naked Lady Hour. I found a fucking jackpot of footage of that. It's like three cameras, and it's absolutely nuts. The lineup is Mark Norman, uh, fucking Dan St. Germain is mm -hmm. on it. 
there's you know, I don't know if you know. I, I think I was on that show. I think yeah. I think so. And there's a woman who's on uh, that that's uh, fucking Portlandia or whatever. Uh, she's on there, and it's like this really good cast, really good, mm-hmm. real, probably the best lineup we ever had. And uh, and Vicky Bad, of course, gets completely yeah. naked. That's great. Which is nice. Get to see her. Was that the one where she shaved herself before the? Oh boy, if we only had that. I mean, surely we must have shot that. She's standing in a corrugated tub, shaving her pussy. Did no one have the presence of mind to go, hey, maybe we should, you know. Maybe we should record this. <laughs> <laughs> that was the beginning of the show, just yeah. to get people That was the ambient settled. music. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, we've been talking about crimes for four hours straight, and I think we have it down. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing we didn't talk about is the thing I'm not going to bring up uh, as far as, like, something to discuss, but it's that fucking, you know what, they finally uh, convicted that guy, Mr. Felix, Kendall Felix. Yes. Yeah. Of, uh, of the murder of, uh, or at least his part in the death mm-hmm. of Menachem, Menachem Stark, who was yeah. 39 years old now. Uh, Erkson Felix, now <laughs> there's, a new, there's a new Felix, his brother. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're both in the Felix role. Uh, there's going to be more uh, court going on. I wonder why they waited. The, uh, like, all the way. I think it, uh, I mean, they're probably, like, finding new evidence, right? Maybe. And maybe they were also just kind of like, well, we want to just get that one done, convicted, just, you know, handle these in a smart way. You know, way. it takes so much longer than it does in real, like, you know, in real life, it takes so much longer than it does in, like, Law & Order. Like, Law & Order, like, somebody gets picked up, and then, like, next week... Like they don't even have new facial hair. Like, yeah. like they're like ne- they're in they're in court already. Like the like New York City's worst crime court isn't backed up. Yeah, they're a lot more objecting too. Yeah, right. In, in TV, I found, and a lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. I tell you what is a very backed up court. It, it shit takes forever. In fact, that kid uh, eating eating pats or yeah. pots or whatever pause. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Eton. Yeah, yeah. Eton, the Aton. first kid. Yeah, yeah. Eton. From 1979, the first male, uh, f- milk carton kid ever. Mm-hmm. The first one. Have you seen this kid? He's on a fucking milk carton. Eton. His murderer's on trial. Still? Yes. <laughs> For the second time. And the guy confessed. And the, the one guy held out. He's like, I don't believe it. I think the guy's too retarded to confess. So you can be too retarded to, to Your kill. Honor, my client is retarded. <laughs> I rest my case. Go ahead. I don't know Tell which them. lawyer I am <laughs> right now, actually. Do I rest the case? We should all just rest. Do they rest the case? Yeah, Spitz at 79, for Christ's sake. Well, uh, it, the guy described how he did it in detail and saying, well, we don't believe him. So now, and, and this is how entertaining this case is. The jurors from that first trial showed up for the second trial. Man. I mean, seven of them. They want to see how it ends. They're like, I got to know <laughs> if, the, if they got any new evidence here. Well, I, you can't just convict somebody on a confession. I guess that's the thing. That's the lesson. That's the lesson that we've learned. So if you want to go to Dark Spots, that is November 5th as part of the New York Comedy Festival. That's what we got married in as part of the New York Comedy Festival. That's right. Our anniversary, myself and news whore Mandy Stadmiller. It's coming up November 11th. Oh, wow. And uh, what are we going to do? We're going to, uh, like, we, I wanted to, like, renew our vows every year. At the club? Yeah, just everywhere. To, just to make sure you get a spot? Every, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I want to be working on all anniversaries. It's something so. like that, yeah. Something like that. Uh, uh, I did have, I have something, but I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to renew my vows at the Dark Horse. <laughs> but uh, you got to get whatever you got, you know. <laughs> so uh, look for me at Dark Horse, November 11th. I don't even think I'm going to cancel that. And uh, we'll, we'll figure out something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe go to Luger's. And uh, so uh, also. Um, 
the we the monthly show. Beauty Park. Now I got a bunch of shit to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Sit through it, you fucking dicks. Uh, is it over? kind of funny you know it was a chick i think more of a chick flick but yeah, yeah. yeah. i didn't get it uh, but you know uh he you know he made some comments about trump he's obviously anti-trump like all hollywood is yeah i don't know where you stand well i got a theory on the trump thing you know? yeah i think have you ever heard of something called the bradley effect the bradley effect the bradley effect i, I can't say that. okay there was a mayor of los angeles called tom bradley who was a, a, a black mayor of los angeles and he was polling great for his re-election campaign. I mean, they had him way ahead. And uh, the next day after the election, they counted up the votes and he lost. And what they discovered afterwards were all the white people that were being polled publicly were saying, oh, we're voting for Tom Bradley. Because they didn't want to appear racist. Yeah. Saying, no, it's possible you don't want to vote for somebody because he just sucks. You know, it doesn't have to do anything with race. But they didn't want to appear racial. Mm-hmm. And they voted for, once they got behind the curtain in the privacy of the booth, they voted for the other guy. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's going, if the, I'm going to make a prediction here. If this race, and I don't have really any skin in the game because I think that, I've said it quite often, out of 300 million Americans, I can't believe we came up with these two schlubs <laughs> to run for president. But yeah. um, I think that if it's a very close race, the day before the election, Trump wins because of the Bradley effect. There are a lot of people walking around that might not necessarily like Trump but can't stand Hillary. And But I know in my business, the entertainment business, you start talking about Trump, and people are defriending you on Facebook. They're, they don't want to talk with you. They yeah. don't want to deal with you. They, they get insane about it. Yeah, it's know? really not right. There was, there was a time, and obviously you remember if I do, when you could talk about politics somewhat and still have a nuanced kind of conversation. You could right. get off it and talk about something else. It wasn't always an instant war. Yeah, this is a war. I mean, you, 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 if you don't like someone... Uh, uh, people get way too involved with it, and they're, they're defriending you. They're not talking to you. They're not doing business with you, whatever. So you, I've come to the realization you can't discuss any politics with people. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, especially when you're dealing with uh, the kind of like pe- the, these people will uh, they they want to ruin people. That's their that's what they, they oh don't do. Oh my god, it's yeah. like a it's like a pack mentality. I mean, you know, it's just like. It's like it's like an invasion of the body snatcher. Let's like let's destroy one planet. Oh, let's now go to this guy and destroy his career and mm-hmm. destroy this one. And it's insatiable. Yeah. And and we're talking about a relatively small group of people. Yeah. You know they just they they have that uh, I don't know energy for that kind of shit. In like the a, Clintons are always skirting the edge on everything. You know. Again, I'm not saying Trump doesn't have his issues like. You know, he doesn't know how to shut things, like, stay off of Twitter for 30 seconds, you know? But, <laughs> you know, uh, I think but I think if it's a, a close race, it's going to be Trump winning at least the popular vote. I don't know if he wins the Electoral College, but he wins the popular vote because of the Bradley effect.
Is it over?